0: Everyone relax, this is Fofop. Ironically, I'm not relaxed. <laughs> Hang on, let's talk about that at the start of the episode. Hello and welcome to Fofop, I'm Will Anderson and guest Charlie Clawson. It's been a little while but we're glad to have him back. Rove McManus is here, and you uh, just said to me, "Are we going to test the microphone?"
1: Well, normally, and I don't know if this is uh-huh. showing behind the no, mate, great I'm... and powerful Oz curtain too much, but um, normally we do a little bit of a test, and it really just is whatever shit we're talking about. You yep. just hit record, and then we listen back to it, yeah, just to make sure levels are fine and all the things you need to know are happening, yeah. And, and I'm nah, Anderson. I'm fucking done with that shit. And it's just. This is just. Well, let's just do it.
0: You know what? Fuck the safety net. It's punk, man. Let's see what we get. And that's why and that's why uh, the sound quality on so many of these podcasts is terrible because <laughs> because I don't check and then I realize at the end of the episode that I haven't pushed the right I buttons. expect
1: people are listening to this and when they are they'll be going, "Oh, that's why he sent that tweet 2 weeks ago saying, "Does anyone know how to find a lost file?" Right.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean on a Zoom Recorder. What was what, what do they say? You know, the definition of stupidity is repeating the same thing over and over. I'm, I'm, I haven't learned anything. Like the amount of times. <laughs> see, as you can see on this, so see these little buttons that are lit up here. This one and two. Yes. Uh, that's these microphones that we're speaking into. And the record button is lit. Yeah, it's it's lit, and the little counter there that's going. And I so, see
1: little uh, as we're talking, little bars that yep. going up and down, up and down. Right
0: now, so that was pretty that's easy. That's all we need. Walk that was, pre- yeah, okay. Now that was pretty easy to check, wasn't it? Okay, <laughs> so. So here's what I've done for entire episodes. If, for example, this little mic button here that isn't lit up, mm-hmm. but if that is pressed, uh, then these microphones aren't working. It's using this little microphone on the top of the sure, recorder the here. built-in one. Which is what I use for my gigs and stuff. So right. if often we, if I'm podcasting between gigs... I will forget to flick it over to the microphone Silly one, and rabbit. then we will spend like seventy minutes talking into things that are actually only blocking the noise from the thing that's actually recording. But it, feel, it. it
1: just feels natural to have a microphone right. in your hand
0: now. But if you did that once, fair enough, it's an easy mistake. Sure, right? I wouldn't. But then you for would that. never technology. Then you would never like get it wrong again. Oh, I've got that wrong like so many times, like half a dozen probably.
1: And again, it's it really look, it's is a, very bright, flashing lights. Right, They've and it's right in front of it. us.
0: Like I, I'm, I have to hide the thing to get that wrong. Like for just us having a conversation, it is almost impossible to miss the thing that I have missed on now at this least This one is flickering
1: every so often. Yeah. do I panic? Nah, that's okay. fine. <laughs> <laughs> Here endeth the lesson. <laughs> <laughs> I think that pretty much sums up everything, doesn't it? Nah, it's fine. Now yours is flickering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. don't worry about it. It's there's smoke coming out of it. I poured whatever. water on it, now it's just there's sparks and smoke. Yeah, it's fine. It's a free podcast. Now um I pulled up today. Yeah. And uh, you, had a, you had a parking space for me, uh-huh. uh, which was very lovely. And then you did the very gentlemanly thing of moving out of the way so I could pull up in my vehicle. Yes. But what I was wanting to point out, because as I saw you. Because I,
0: I didn't know. So I had to wave you into the garage yeah. because I've got two parking spaces yes. underneath, no car. So Perfect. Yeah,
1: that's right. Yeah, if
0: anyone wants to live in my parking space, well. I got two parking yeah, spaces. I got two know, parking spaces. If you've got a ten, don't even need them. If you've got a ten and fifty bucks, you're now my tenant. I, as long as you're willing to live in a parking space and occasionally move forward when Rove comes over, <laughs> um, but I I couldn't like because I clicked the thing and you're already in your car. It was mm-hmm. easier for me to just go down to the parking space and wave you in rather than stop you and tell you what number it was.
1: But it was one of those moments where. Um, you're just going about your day-to-day, driving around, and then as I pull in and I see you, it kind of switches something else on in my brain, and suddenly I became very self-aware of the fact I have a baby capsule oh, yeah. in the backseat of the car. Uh-huh. And I was interested to see if I had have been able to pull up next to you, which I didn't because of the, the way it was positioned. The people listening to this don't care. All you need to know is Will didn't see the baby capsule I in the backseat of the car. I didn't see the baby capsule. But what would you have thought... If you saw the baby capsule with the brightly coloured uh, toys hanging off the back of it, I would have thought. Well, firstly, just, where's the baby? Probably, no, no, well,
0: empty. I w- <laughs> uh, no, I would have been glad that there was no baby. Because if I'd seen it and there was a baby there, I would have been like, Rove, you're a terrible parent. <laughs> are you bringing your baby <laughs> a baby to a podcast?
1: You won't even. You won't even hear it. sure.
0: Yeah, are you just going to leave her in her car. Just yeah. oh, we'll chalk down the window a little bit. Yeah, That's yeah, fine. Yeah. You've got a tenant living in these car spaces, like right? An he can check in. With some water in it, which should be fine.
1: <laughs> baby drinking water, right? I don't know.
0: Yeah. <sighs> Uh, well, well, I know you've had a baby. Yes. So, I mean, it would have checked out in my if I was checking out the story. I would have been like, no, this, made sense. this makes sense. If it had been Rolf Harris with a baby, no, that's...
1: that's... Well, as I put up, I was... <laughs> <laughs> now, I, uh, uh-huh. at the risk of, of tangenting too much, but it, oh, no, it's well, pop. this is what we do. Exactly what I we do. I have been trying to follow the Rolf uh-huh. Harris case as yes. best I can, because being outside of uh, of Australia... Rolf Harris is not getting as much press attention in the United States. No, no. And trying to explain it to people... Um, now we have discussed this before about mm. about touchstones for the Americans, for Australia, right? And uh, of course, Yahoo Serious was one of them. I had someone who came up to me and said, "Explain who this Rolf Harris person is." Oh, yeah. He yeah. is now the new, uh, the new <laughs> Dr. Yahoo Serious. Yeah, and I can only think of maybe Pee Wee Herman, but then I realized Pee Wee Herman, popular child's performer, was caught wanking in a, an adult, uh, an adult cinema, a porn theater. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Sorry, a porn theater.
1: So then i not was, necessarily in the adult theater. No, it could have been. Who knows what he was watching? Yeah, was like, <laughs> just an art. No, hit. I, Something by Lars von Trier. And Trayer. again, second tangent. Okay. Is it what's? Is it because uh, Pee Wee Herman's been caught for it? Fred Willard yep. has been caught for uh-huh. it. Is it that shocking? Like who's catching them out? Is it I mean, undercover seriously. cops yep. in there during the day? Yes. And they just hear, like, I can get annoyed when someone behind me is just eating too much popcorn, right. normal. Oh, movie. so you
0: think it's just a normal
1: punter who's complaining? Sound? It's like, hey, excuse me, I'm trying to find... Or a- is it a cop getting caught in a porn oh, yeah. theatre and having to go, Ah, oh, it's a sting? Right. Uh, you're busted.
0: Yeah, I, I like to think it's the first one. I like to think it's just another patron who's like, I'm trying to enjoy this movie... <laughs> I can't hear any of the dialogue over your masturbation. Or the
1: poor, the poor bastard who has to do the cleanup afterwards. Because wow, I always feel sorry for the guy yeah. when you're walking out. and You can see the popcorn is spilt and someone's, you know, dropped chewing gum and they yeah. don't care. Or I mean, rapid. that's yeah. So maybe it's in that an far. adult
0: theater. That's going to be that's not. I mean, a it's job upper level.
1: It's like really, you can't. Yeah. Well, surely in an adult
0: theatre, though, because you know that sort of stuff's got to be going on, right? That's the whole idea of, like, an adult theatre. Why would they
1: be surprised at that? So shouldn't
0: it just be a place that, like, after every sitting, like, everyone has to get out and, like, a car wash just comes through <laughs> like you know they wash you know they just hose the whole thing down basically like my brother and my dad clean the dairy after a milking There's nothing, you know it's
1: exactly the same
0: everyone comes in you just wash the whole thing out you take the cream
1: off the top right hose it down hose it down and then give it a quick dry off we go and then again for the next fresh. one so gives, I don't know if It gives people incentive
0: to... to get there at the start of the movie where the but cinema's. But fresh. it is,
1: it boggles the mind as people yeah. what what do you expect? Yeah. People are just gonna sit there, take it in, put it in the wank right. bank and take it home with them. Or of course they're gonna go there and you know, is it are you meant to BYO, you know? Right. Is it like the popcorn you buy there is really more for the container it comes in than the popcorn itself right
0: yeah what well, the container you come in you mean
1: yeah, yeah. very true i'll
0: provide my own topping yeah. thank you
1: i don't need any butter trust me
0: uh, would you like to upsize oh no all, um, the, I, all the i wish i wish i could but
1: all the popcorn holders at the point they'd already have the bottom cut out of it Just, for yeah.
0: you. <laughs> uh would you like it pre-cut or are you going to cut your own
1: i've got my own yeah it's good <laughs> no, how much no I don't actually one scoop of popcorn is enough. Actually, That's you know fine. what Just, just so, one little kernel yeah, That's just, all I need. you know
0: what? Put some popcorn in my hand <laughs> and I'll uh,
1: and, uh, and I'll just take the container. And just put this one straight up. I pay on. for the popcorn, but just take the container. Right.
0: Yeah, it's it's one of those things where you are like if they're just doing it in there, why it's dark? Like
1: it's like saying Oh, Who are they offending? There's a person screaming at the horror movie I right. went to see, or someone's laughing at the comedy I went to see. Yeah, there's a guy wanking at the sex right. movie.
0: If you walk in that door, you should not be put off by the fact that there's also, like, um, you know what I mean? that's yeah. It's kind of, um, yeah, that's the rules. Yes. You know, once you've
1: gone in the door, you know, we accept no, that's what it should be. I take that as a given. Right? Or just, well, then maybe the theatre should employ it's some like what sort happens of at idea. You know, if any other uh, movie cinema theatre can have the Mm, little cup mm, holders, mm, mm, surely there should be some equivalent at the front that you can just try to shoot your load into. Oh. And it becomes a bit of a game. Right. Enjoy the movie. See if you can hit one from downtown three points. Right. Like Like a a little... Like a reverse 3D. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) <laughs> where, like, things are
0: shooting towards the screen from the yeah, audience like rather you, than the other way around. if you've
1: done any of the um, theme park attractions here where they do the 4D, uh, 4D. experience, yeah. and when uh, Donkey at Universal Studios at the uh-huh. Shrek one sneezes, right. a little spray comes out, yeah. maybe that could be it. Right. And you feel the jism down the back of your neck and the guy behind you says, I'm sorry.
0: Oh, yeah, 4D porno theatres. Okay,
1: I think that's There's actually an idea.
0: Well, we got. I think we are got to do it in international waters. Like, how far off... <laughs> How? Yes. Half, how? Because then, no, yeah, you know, no rules well, you'd, apply. You'd start in base. So, how far off the border do you need to be to be in international waters? Like, how far could
1: we have like a pontoon? Off we could the have, West We could Coast? have. We could have a pawn ship.
0: Right. Oh yeah, a pawn
1: cruise. That's it. Oh yeah. Well, that's what you need. So you've got. Um. And plus, you know, there could be also uh, handy tips on how to make your own during the day. Oh yeah, yeah. D- Cause the, cause the daytime have have activities. Daytime oh, I mean, it can't.
0: Yeah, it can't. all just be. Yeah. Shuffleboard, shuffleboard, but you're using your dick. Oh, yeah, (laughs) that's that's fantastic. (laughs) or at least you know, dicks like dick shaped shuffle, you know, sticks or quoits into actual Coits. Coits.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Or there's a guy with an erection, you have to loop the little yeah, that's it. Poop around, that's beautiful. I mean, come on, I mean, that's get on board the porn cruise, yeah. So, anyway, that's Pee Wee Herman Uh and Fred Willard. But the Rolf Harris one, the only comparison I could think of was there was a guy in the States called Mr. Rogers that I remember. Uh-huh. And he was the whole, won't you be my neighbor? Yep. Very, uh, Eddie Murphy used to do a, a piss it on SNL back mm-hmm. in the day of what his neighborhood would be like. Uh, but, it used, you know, he wore a very nice knitted Jumper sweater thing. Yes. Very clean cut and was very pleasant and nice. Yes. And uh, he's the only equivalent I can think of to a Rolf Harris type, although he didn't really work with kids, but his idea was he was talking to kids. Right. That's as shocking as it must be for the Americans to kind of deal with a Rolf Harris thing.
0: He was a beloved character Rolf Harris in Australian history now he's only on trial at the moment so like you know that is very true I mean you know uh innocent until proven guilty for sure uh either way will never work again
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean it is kind of sad but the point is that because I've been trying to follow it here I heard that he testified or he has taken the stand. Yes. And he started singing. So
0: he sang a bit of. And made wobble board I think noises. he sang a bit of Timey Kangaroo Downsport
1: and he did I mean, the wobble I mean, all boy his noise. songs now are so tainted Two Little Boys, oh. Timey Kangaroo Downsport. Oh, yeah. It's Jake not... the peg with my extra leg. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's. <laughs> I wonder if you ever guilty look. Guilty or not, that's just. It's almost like. Do you ever look
0: at you know, your career? Because you've had like catchphrases and sure. sayings and stuff and think, you know what? Like if I ever got into trouble for something, like you know what what would be the you know, the headline or whatever. Mm. Like um, I have to be very what, what, be the, what would be the yeah okay
1: go on. What we'll I have to say? be very uh, careful with um, you know anything to do with anybody's mother. Oh yeah, yeah. I've even had people here because I've used it uh, at gigs here and, yeah. and um, even on the the TV show that I'm doing here now. And uh, have had someone say, "Wow, well, I can't believe you get away with referencing—you're making a little nod and a wink to the fact that you've had sex with people's mums on television." I'm like, "Oh, not, not, no, no. not the." Oh, reason. that's not what—that's where you go. Say hi fuck. to your mum for say me. Say hi to your mum for me. Like, i fucked w- her. Wink, wink. Oh my god. She and I with the popcorn. Look out. Say hi to your mum with wobble board noises oh playing god. in the background. So that was the intent that's, a, that's that someone a, took out. That's of the it.
0: difference between Australia and America. In Australia, <laughs> everyone was like, "Oh, he's so nice." Well, I guess he said to a, say hello to mum in Australia. In America, I was like, doing "He it. fucked their mum!" Look <laughs> at that little cheeky bugger!
1: <laughs> God, he's so brazen. Um, but I guess uh, the, for Australians, you know, they've been. I've been saying that since you know I was a young, fresh-faced. 20-something uh, with a with, uh, with, uh, Daffy Duck novelty vest. Yep. says a 40-year-old man who is currently wearing a Superman T-shirt. Sure. But still, um, I think the fact that it's come in a bit later for some of the Americans, mm-hmm. it's, it seems like there's a, a little bit more of an un- undertone to it. Or actually no tone. There's just a tone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the undertone is the nicer one. <laughs> the tone is you... Your, your mum yeah. and me, yeah. that happened. Yeah, we
0: know each other. And that's
1: the last thing Intimately. I say before I wave goodnight. Yeah, night. think about that. <laughs> think
0: about that. Come back next As week you for more get into
1: watching a, a bunch of women try to date a guy who may or may not be Prince Harry. Oh that's my God, have you, you have
0: you seen some of that show? Have you seen any of I Want to uh, Marry Harry?
1: No, only because I kind of assume what it is. I don't know. I've kind of, because um, it was the Joe Millionaire thing. Yes and they're it, prank shows essentially they've got yeah. a group of girls who think they're on a reality show and this is a bold statement to make and i can't believe i'm about to say it. i uh-huh. kind of feel sorry
0: for the ladies a little oh bit. yeah no i get it because if you're not smart
1: enough that y- y- or live in a country where prince harry's not in your face every other day like if it was a bunch of uk women uh-huh. if they were doing this in the uk and they yep. were falling for it i'd go well there you go right but i'm sure they were told going into it it's a dating show like The Bachelor. Uh-huh. He's a very eligible, possibly well-known yep. guy. And then they get told show one, it's Prince Harry, and they're like, holy shit. Yep. Watch me get some ginge. Yeah.
0: And the, basically, you know, their the reaction is, I can't believe this is happening, which should clue them into the fact that it's not happening.
1: <laughs> yeah. Because
0: it would never happen. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then I feel like I haven't – I can only guess at the end of it, it will be – you know, I've got something. I've chosen my lady. I've got something to tell you. I'm not actually Prince Harry. That is exactly. I'm just the another guy. So yep. now, it and comes then you "Are uh, you?" Let's see how fickle uh-huh, women uh-huh, are. Uh-huh. And you go, "Well, if you know, under the guise of this is who they thought it was."
0: They did that thing, uh, which is very weird that they do on a lot of shows now, which is like a recap of the entire series in the first five minutes of oh, the show. Yeah. Like have you have you seen that? Yeah, like, and they, they back literally the ad breaks. Though, they did, too. but I, they just did this thing. Like at the start of because that's all I watched of the I Want to Marry Harry show is the first five minutes that's, that's because it? they do a like here's what's going to happen the whole series and then he'll reveal. Oh that, yeah, like yeah. and so I'm like, well, I just watched the whole series. Well, that's you have I just can... skipped me through. It, did did you really need to lay out the business of what was going to happen
1: for the next eight? So apart from whichever woman it is that he chooses, yeah, you kind of know how this is going to end. Yeah. And I, I, I'm going to call it early. I think the shot of him with the tear rolling down his cheek is bullshit. I, I, I think it's a... a oh, they've added eye a tear. Dropper, mm. glycerin tear or something right. like that. Or they blow... There's a tube they have that has menthol in it. And you, they blow it in your eye to get real tears. Is that right? My wife is an actress. I've learned some very interesting things. She is incredible. My wife, Tasma, is incredible at watching people on television. You go, real tears? They're yeah. good. That's, they've used the menthol stick. And she will call it bullshit glycerin tears. You couldn't even muster up r- fake tears with getting some sort of thing sprayed in your eyes. They had to come out with the little fake. There is a certain and I'm calling bullshit fake tears. There is a certain place Barry. on the
0: face that they look
1: <laughs> yes. particularly fake.
0: I, and I've never known. I wouldn't be able to say that one. But I, you know when you see fake tears... Yeah, you, you know. You can go, oh, yeah, okay, right, they're fake tears. And it's always like, often they're just like halfway down their face perfectly formed, like next to each other.
1: Yeah, because tears don't, they normally come out, they should come out the side, yeah. I would always think, the corner of your eyes. But yeah. when they fall out the front makes, maybe it is how it happens. I've never uh, really watched people cry. I don't sort of sit and stare uh, at their face going, tell me about your nan again. Uh, wow, that's really yeah. weird where your tears are falling out. Make me cry, let's but- say. <laughs> <laughs> so you just open your legs, I'll kick you in the nuts. <laughs> But that's a different tier as well, I'm yep. sure. Yeah, I imagine. Yeah, we'd have to do. There's, some nut, there's nut kicking tears. There'd have
0: to be a scientific uh, process. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. So I, I want to know about
0: the show. I was going to talk about you having a baby first, but let's talk about oh, the sure. show first, and then we'll we'll go back to having a baby. Sure. Uh, so you've been doing a show in the US called Riot.
1: Yeah. So it's um, it's an improv show. Uh, well, sort of. I mean, it's a mix of improv and then just sort of. Charades Really different Takes on charades uh-huh. um, And uh, So it's been going For at the, at the time We record this We've done Well three episodes Have gone to air We've shot eight It's part of this new It's for The Fox network Here in the US and uh-huh. It's part of their new Strategy of They're not doing pilots anymore So they've said yes to eight Straight off the bat, and also which is really
0: weird. Th- that's fantastic, but there's something great because I watch a few shows that are on Fox, and I watch um, uh, Hell's Kitchen. Of course, and do. it uh, it has a little intro. Enjoy some of the other Fox programs, and your show has been on that. But the the way the voiceover I don't know if it's just in my ear because I'm not America. It sounds like every time, enjoy some
1: of our other fucked programs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm like, is it only me that hears that
1: each time? Or well, I tried to because they get. You to do generic network promos oh, when yeah, you're in yep, there, yep. and I tried to get away with saying, uh, "Please watch the show for Fox's sake." Oh, yeah, that's good uh, to keep us on the air for Fox's yeah. sake. And the first time I said it, they were—they just seemed to think uh, maybe it's just his accent. Yeah, and so then me thinking yeah, I could, got away with right. it. The next time was essentially yeah. saying I may as well have been saying for fuck's sake. Yeah. So then they said, "Yeah, maybe no, not so much." No, not so know, much know, that. going on. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so, we sh- it's already shot We shot them all okay. in two weeks
0: And so, um, and Steve Carell's a producer, right? Or is his company is producing? His, the-
1: his company and he's, he's one of the executive producers as uh-huh. a couple uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, it was a weird thing I had been talking to him for many years We've been trying to make something happen in some. Did you meet on your show? Yes Ah, nice so then he, he went away and I was completely – so I think it was 05 maybe he was on. I've realised that having your own talk show is like Tinder for celebrities. Yes. <laughs> and you see him getting closer. You see his little face getting closer. Um, yeah, so and uh, he went away and unbeknownst to me, had re- I, I would have liked to think he had enjoyed himself. Uh-huh. And then he came back the second time and this time he came with Anne Hathaway. Yep. And he was already... Well, he's already up there. He had already anti- been saying to her, you're yeah. going to like this. This is fun. And it was it was a great ep. And then after that, we, we got a call out of the blue about the idea of coming up and doing a show here. Because he had started up his television production company at that point. And he was talking to the staff that he got in. And he said, look, there's this show in Australia. I really like it. I really like the way they do it. And I would like to do something like that here. And then he thought, well, maybe I could just get that guy to do it here. Right. So then we would had been talking and doing trips and just whenever I was in town, we'd sort of try to catch up or at least just talk about it when we could. And that was, yeah, so that's going back, you know, some eight years or something like that. Right. We've sort of been talking well, f- five years officially. And then, um, yeah, then we were talking about doing something else. And then there was a discussion about, oh, we just bought this. Uh, format that was in Australia yep. this slideshow in fact actually uh, uh, on that i think i might actually pitch a show next time called something
0: else but i'll keep it up my sleeve <laughs> as my second pitch in the room so when There's they say have you got something else i'll be like actually i have you i have something else
1: hook me up to it's a lie my detector it's a new show it's called something else <laughs> hook me up to a lie detector <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to just see that if it gets actually picked up to see it in the yeah, guides.
0: Right. Yeah, 10 o'clock. Something
1: else. Something else. What? Uh, I would watch you? that. I okay, would watch that. I suppose. <laughs> uh, but then I was asked about, uh, yeah, so they bought the format to uh-huh. this show and it was on in Australia. Did you see it in Australia? And, and uh, 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 It was called Slideshow in It was called Slideshow right? and a couple of friends of ours, people we know, like uh, Cal Wilson was, was part of yep, Toby, Toby Trustlove. Trustlove. Uh, so, uh, I had seen the show when I was back. And so I said, yeah, look, you know, here's what I liked about it. And Uh here's, here's some other things that I think could be improved. Obviously budget is a big one they have here. And so it was just a throwaway conversation. And then again, this other idea, there's something else trademark Will Anderson, uh, we'll close. I did a screen test type, almost not quite pilot thing for that. And then at the end of that said, Oh, by the way, if that, Depending on what happens yeah, with idea else. number one, if this slideshow thing's still happening, I'm still, you know, I'd be happy to do that here if you're still interested, if it's still going ahead. And then I get a call saying, it's happening, it's going to series, and and they want you to do it. So I got on the plane and was we started like three days later. But the weird part of it is, it's like I've done, I've done pilots here uh-huh. before. I've done like a number of different things that haven't gone anywhere, and... You're trying to tell everyone back home, I'm I'm doing stuff, it it might happen, it might not, some get very close, some don't, so to actually be shooting something and on the set and thinking to yourself, this is actually going to where this isn't, I've been on sets where you go, my God, we wouldn't spend this much on a set for something that's actually going to do 40 weeks of the year, let alone something that, well, maybe it won't even see the light of day. So, when you're walking around and just going, right, this is the real thing. Everything we shoot here will be seen is a very weird feeling, but a nice one to have. Yeah. But I'm very mindful that it's not until, I I always say, it's not until you're sitting at home and watching it that it's a reality.
0: Okay. So, tell me what the process of making a show, because for people who don't know, um, like most most of the people on the show are like kind of people with improv... Yeah, so they all come from
1: places like Groundlings, yep. UCB, Second City.
0: And the great thing about America, like, in, you know, not to reflect on the people they had on Australia because they had heaps of good people on the show mm. in Australia, but over here you've got like this massive like, uh, 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 like kind of layer of stars who are like Hollywood stars and TV stars who all came out of like – Organised improv backgrounds, oh, like yeah. you know, things like UCB and Groundlings, and all those, you know, Second City, and all that history of like improv and putting on those sort of shows. Like it's 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 kind of bigger here. You you know, you've got a lot of big celebrities to choose from it's who have great as, improv. It's as big
1: skills. as stand up. I mean, yep. in uh, Australia, I can't speak for anywhere else, and even then, for Australia, I might be um, grossly ignorant when it comes to this. But it seems it's mainly theatre sports.
0: That's also another Sean pitching, by the way. Grossly ignorant, GI. <laughs> G- it's like it's like QI, but for dumb people. We get a we get a bunch of people on the table, and none of us know the answers to anything.
1: But they but they get to say things based on the fact that they don't because they don't know. Let's go. Well, all uh, all um, Chinese people are uh, good at um, calligraphy. Oh uh, yeah! Oh yeah! Well, maybe not. All um, Canadians are lazy. Well, you don't know that. Yeah. Well, I'm grossly ignorant. I'm okay, grossly 10 ignorant. points. 10 points.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now I'm going to give you an emotion and a weird place for a first date, and we'll see where you take this. Uh, but yeah, so because um, I'd done, I'd started out actually, the first thing I ever did was um, improv uh, classes after school. So uh-huh. I, was in, I was in the third grade, and my teacher said to my parents, uh, you should enrol him in drama classes after school. We don't have anything at the primary school, elementary school that that I went to. And he said, "I'm just worried that creatively he's not being fulfilled enough, and he might rebel." I don't know what that means. Whether you know, I'll stab a kid with a crayon. How do you rebel at that age? I'm Who right. knows? Become like N- a- nowadays it's probably a whole eight-year-old's oh, going. I got plenty of ideas. Right, I will torch the school. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so my parents said, right, we're going to put you in after school classes. And I did them for about, geez, I want to say like 10 years. Mm. I just, it just became fun. And that was really just, okay, this is a, this is a scenario and see where you guys take it. And you just sort of improvise scenes. It wasn't, there was no gameplay involved. Okay. Um, And so I'd never really seen anything like that when when I moved to Melbourne. So I got into the theatre sports scene a little bit. But obviously stand up was my bigger pull, so I, I ended up there.
0: And it was back in the day where there was some rivalry between those camps. There was actually. It's so there weird. Really was. Like because over here, there's particularly in LA and you know, places like that, like the improv scene and the stand-up scene are so mixed together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Like you wouldn't even think like if a lot of the stand up shows are in the improv venues and vice versa
1: and But it's and it's a real definitive career path. Like if you right. say, I wanna be I wanna be Will Ferrell, yep. I want to be Tina Fey mm-hmm. You go, okay, we're well, working back from there Well, how do they get there? Well, they were part of A television show right. and SNL's The big one. Okay, well, how do you get into that? Well, they all get plucked from Predominantly the UCBs and the and the Groundlings of the world Yeah. And some from stand-up, yep. but Predominantly it's sketch performers right. sketch performers that improvise And then take that made-up scene And work it into a scripted Piece. Yeah, because piece the theory- kind of like what stand-ups do right. to a certain extent yeah
0: the theory of it is that you, if you can improvise a scene you can write a scene as yes. well so they get a lot of writing jobs because you're good at coming up with jokes and scenarios exactly. and it, reacting on the spot and that's essentially you're just writing on stage
1: yeah so, one of our uh, regulars is a guy by the name of Jordan Black, uh-huh. who I worked with um, on Leno's Tonight Show for quite a bit, and on one of the episodes, we had a guest, we have guest performers as well, uh-huh. and one of them was Cheryl Hines yep. from Suburgatory and uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Um, suburg- <laughs> suburgatory. Suburgatory. Suburga. Suburgatory. Suburg- 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 suburgatory. Is, that, is that when you put, like, a big Mac up your ass? Yeah, is that what Suburgatory. That is? Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> and they had had been at UCB together, and then you, you start, get other
0: You th- start with a junior burger, you work your way up to a quarter oh, yeah. pounder, and then wanna... you go
1: to a Big Mac. It's not like. And then if you want the fries and fries cots, and you, cut, now that's you that's issues. impressive. You got issues,
0: and I'm going to have an apple pie. <laughs> Take that.
1: It wasn't hot when I put it in there. Right. <laughs> what? Hey. Eh? <laughs> uh, but then even we have a team of. Uh, regular performers uh-huh. so there's six of them a troop and, and we would have to say they're a troop? let's call them a troop well, there, how there. would they
0: feel if you called them a troop
1: the, a i posse? think they'd be okay with that what do
0: they what would they refer to themselves a collective
1: like what guess, is, well this is one of the things well, we were debating so every show uh-huh. because we it, there was no pilot right. it was like uh, we got to the point of how do we end a scene like how do we know when a scene's finished uh-huh you know, I, I don't have a, a buzzer. Normally, uh, anything I have seen in any kind of improv thing, there's a there's a yeah a horn out. or something, or, or like a horn. horn, like a something. Do you I know? make a
0: honking noise? What right.
1: do I do? Will someone just step forward and go scene and scene? <laughs> That's what I wanted to do, but that should have didn't that, happen. That, that should have. I'm going to call them regular players. Uh-huh.
0: Oh, you're the regular player. Players is good. Players. players I think good. players is respectful. It is. Like players, because that's what you do with improv. Like, and not I not
1: players with an A. A play player. No. It's a player. E-R. I th- always say. Although some of them are behind the scenes both players. Some you moves. Know what
0: I mean? Yeah. Well, they're yes and people.
1: <laughs> I like that. <laughs> it's
0: hard to be gonna,
1: non-consensual. I will toast that. <laughs> um, <laughs> and one of them, one of them is a guy by the name of John Ross Bowie. Um, uh-huh. Who, if anyone is a fan of uh, the Big Bang Theory, yes. he has a semi-regular role on that as the nemesis of um, the uh, Sheldon? Sheldon character. I've, I've nailed nice that. Nice save. Thank I you, you very much. I've nailed
0: that for a guy who's never watched that show.
1: I was sitting there going, okay, I know the guy's name, I know the actor's name. And it's then my so brain's w- going, do,
0: do, 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 squirrel. It's so weird because um, I don't really like to watch sitcoms and particularly that style of sitcom. Even though if I've, you've
1: ever been on an aeroplane.
0: You're right. <laughs> but if you've heard, I mean, I've heard that one's good. I've never seen it, but it's amazing how much I know about that show having never seen it. Sure. And it's amazing how little I know about some shows that I watch all the time. I've been watching Criminal Minds for like, Ten years or whatever that show's been on, and I don't know what any of the characters are called.
1: I swear to God, watching the opening credits of Game of Thrones makes it more confusing than that. Like oh, the yeah, like yeah. when the little when the little pop up book things come up. Oh, you yeah. go, What's the one the giant? Nah, nah, that's the statue of the thing with the wings. Yeah, is that the? If not for the fact that there is the mother of dragons. Uh. I would have no reference point on that show. Uh, they oh, should... And now there's a guy who has, has I had think his they... dick cut off. Right. Now that's no spoiler. It could yeah. be any one of them if you haven't watched it. Uh-huh. But uh, <laughs> apart from that, it's like, well, which, which bearded guy is it who wears a cloak?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what they should have for dummies. They should have a, for dummies opening credits. And it, it, like next to the pictures, it's like,
1: you know, the dude, you know, the dude who was with the, Khaleesi, but yeah, now it the turns sh- out... The shitty, the shitty little king that no one likes. Yeah. Well, now there's another shitty little the yeah. blonde king. That the Nolan new liked. king. The other one. The other king. <laughs> the the hot, the ginger-haired princess lady. Well, which one? Because there's two. There's the Stark one, and then there's the other one. I saw...
0: Have oh, you, yeah. Are you yeah, up yeah. to date on Game of Thrones? Yes, I am. Okay, so on uh, the, the Game of Thrones just there passed. was a fight. The previous Sunday. Yeah, the fight one. But let's not get into that because spoilers and all sure. that sort of stuff. But... Um, you know, uh, Khaleesi's handmaiden, the mm. girl, they have the river scene. She was very
1: The hot nude. river scene? Yes.
0: Okay. So she was just, uh, down the road at, uh, the Bathing cafe. Bathing a,
1: in a river? Yeah, no. Uh, the ca- oh, okay. Like the next
0: day at the cafe down on the corner and she was just sitting outside reading a book and it was like, I was just walking by and it was very, like, I mean, she's an actress. She lives in Hollywood. It's not. Sure. I mean, but like. Just the night before, I had been watching her on that television screen, just there, and then she was just there. Glistening. She was glistening, she was glistening on the screen. She was
1: in a river. Did you have the same line as the character on there when she said uh, something along the lines of, yeah, I- I'm not... I'm not ashamed that you saw me, mm. and then you said, "I'm not ashamed that I looked." Yeah, um, that would have been a nice little line. Yeah, but
0: she didn't say anything to me. What? And I thought it'd be weird for me to go up to her and be like, just... "I saw you,
1: <laughs> I saw you nude on the telly." How many guys <laughs> must go right? If I just stare at her like he did, it yeah. worked on the show. I mean, it worked really well. I'll just stare, okay, and cut off my dick.
0: Oh, hang oh, on. yeah. Who's now? That's
1: no. it. I'm that wrong. That's right. <laughs> I am I am not a sexual predator to her. Although, and I did tweet about this, there was a line that um, was used in the show to mm-hmm. describe um, the unsullied, as they call mm-hmm. it, which is essentially eunuchs, mm-hmm. um, and uh, which part of them has been removed. Is yeah. it all of it? Is it all, all or just some? Yeah. And so it was, do they um, remove the pillar mm-hmm. as well as the stones? Yeah, exactly. Which I thought was... If someone doesn't use that, and this is becoming a bit of a cliché trope that I don't like using mm, anymore, mm, mm. but I will allow this one last that's a good band name, and then I'm going to rest that phrase from my vernacular. Oh, yeah, okay, right, sure. But the pillar and the stones yep. is, is – someone take that and use it for Well,
0: that's thing. why I've always been fond of, like, referring to genitals as, like, in the reverse. Like, you oh. know, so for ages... On, what? It, well, because for ages I always used to refer to the penis and the balls as Cold Joy and the Joy Boys. <laughs> <laughs> right. But it, it works with any band, really. Sure. It's like T- Terrence Trent D'Arby and In Excess or, like, you know... KC and the Sunshine Band. It's I... not like, so you just take, like, one's the penis and the other's the balls. It's, 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 it's actually a very, it's a fun game to play.
1: <laughs> I did, uh, I had a, a, a piece in one of my stand-up shows about going to get my medical check done where the, the doctor squeezed uh-huh. my uh, testicles yeah. and I wasn't prepared for it. Uh-huh. And the whole piece was based on, because it was... For... I, I'm
0: also pitching
1: that show, Surprise Squeeze. <laughs> that's Surprise one Squeeze? Of my, that's one of my shows. So is, it, is, it, is the surprise who squeezes or where you get squeezed? Uh, like what you should do you get, is if you, is there uh, some kind yeah, of, yeah. like when you come out of the dentist, I know they can give you a local uh-huh. anesthetic and they say like, don't eat or drink anything uh-huh. because you could bite your lip and not even know about right, it. Yes. So if you could get something like that, mm-hmm. so from maybe from, just from the neck down, let's make it, yeah. let's give you something to work with. Yeah, sure. Numb from the neck down. Yeah, numb from the neck down. Someone squeezes you. Uh-huh. And then you have to guess where on your body they squeezed you.
0: I mean, that's that's quite good. Based um,
1: on maybe blood flow. Mine isn't
0: quite as sexual predatory as yours <laughs> is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> where we drug people and then fill them up.
1: From the waist down, they can still... F- think for
0: okay. themselves yeah no no that's fine. that's
1: fine they, your can't, they can't run anywhere <laughs> <No. they're laughs> nice one dexter oh, they can still talk to me yeah they can still talk and i can run through all the things i'm going to do with them right that's fine
0: right no it's um a you, you uh get squeezed on the testicles or oh, another place by but some, like but by somebody a by a mystery celebrity oh and you have to or wait, a well-known improviser and if you and you have to identify them <laughs> like that's the that's
1: I reckon you can guess who
0: it is. It's like a charades, but with the extra element of they're well, cupping your balls got, at the you, same time. You could
1: tell child actor pretty quickly. Yeah, like, oh, You that's could weird. tell. Um, I reckon, like if it was a Helen Mirren. Uh huh. Yep. I reckon she. Well, have a, that's it. You could have like their
0: older hands,
1: but they're soft. Yeah, you yep. would know. You would know, like an Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I think they'd be, be a pretty big, sort of bare mitt. They'd be big. They'd also be. They'd be calloused,
0: like you know, because he used to lift the weights. That's Back true. in the days They're where you'd have rough. those like white hands, you know? So say,
1: well, look, this is the show. Yeah. This is the show. So you've right. just felt it and you've just gone, right, yep. here's my process of elimination. Yep. I'm feeling I'm feeling calloused. Yep. I'm feeling And they might
0: give you at the start. Like it's not like we're gonna just like. It's, it's not like be celebrity anyone. head. Like it's today, not- like at the start, they'll give you it's a famous movie actor. Oh,
1: okay. Like, for
0: example, gotcha. right? So you get a little bit of an area where you can, you know. And they cut your balls, mm-hmm. and then you can like. Then you have to identify.
1: See, I think I could get thrown by someone like a Leonardo DiCaprio. I think would have have very ladylike hands. Uh-huh. Tobey Maguire, uh, probably not. I think it would be alright. Okay. See, so this is the this is when you you wish. Someone like Andre the Giant was still alive. Right. Because that'd be easy. It's not the only time. That'd we, be easy. Yeah, actually, that's right. very true. I mean, when like almost every When day.
0: don't you wish that Andre the Giant was still alive? Oh, like, Did you see uh, Steve, Stone Cold Steve Austin came out uh, very much in favour of gay marriage, made some very strong yes. comments yes, about yes, gay yes. marriage? I was like... I, I'm so embarrassed for like Australia sometimes when both our sides of politics like are behind Stone Cold Steve Austin
1: <laughs> when it comes to being prote- I think more people. I whatever he has to say, you know. Right. I think if more politicians yeah. uh, base their policies on "quote unquote" opening a can of whoop ass, right? Maybe that's. I would what, vote. I would vote for more people. I think my, more people in the country of the United States would vote, right, based on. Vote for me, uh, instead of ticking yes, it's give me a hell yeah. Yeah, right. And many other references that people don't get to Stone Cold Steve Austin.
0: Right. Or it, it maybe if it, Tony Abbott would be more popular in Australia if he just started ending every sentence with, and that's the bottom line <laughs> because Tony Abbott says so. Um,
1: that would work. Um, yes. Well, uh, now here's a question for you. Okay. Have you ever gotten a tweet, and this is based on the Stone Cold thing, uh-huh. have you ever gotten a tweet from someone that you uh, either admire or are a fan of that gave you uh, funny feelings in your body Oh or got you excited?
0: You know what? It's I ha- just one
1: of those things you go, I didn't even know that person, knew it's, I existed. It's or? quite
0: nice when somebody uh, that are you, you like. you get an alert that they're following you. D- yeah, you? You, d- you discover. Maybe even when you discover, like you find somebody that you like mm-hmm. and then you go to follow them and you, you realise that they already follow you. Um I've been surprised at how, like, I mean, I Barry O'Farrell, the former uh, Premier of New South Wales, sure. uh, used to message me on Twitter and stuff and follow me. But, like, some high-powered people, that was quite surprising. Did you send him wine as thank you? I know. It was all my fault. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't know Grange was an expensive brand. Uh, I didn't even want any I it was favorites. grunge. I thought, it was, yeah, I thought like... it was grunge. I said, I'm not drinking this shit. I got it for free from a corporate gig, so I assumed it was...
1: Um, I get excited by professional wrestlers. I mean, that's very clear,
0: right. obviously. So uh, I was going to say, I can't think of there's uh, sports people. Like, sure. you know, when I, yes. when I see a sports person that I admire who follows me, I always think that's pretty cool. And um, weirdly enough, this was one that excited me a lot recently, is uh, Veruca Salt. Oh you know the band God. Veruca Salt. Eight
1: Arms to Hold You is a fantastic album. I, I was, was listening to it only just the other day, going for a run, and went, "I think it still kind of holds up." It's right.
0: not bad. Yeah, I was totally into Veruca Salt, and Volcano I thought they girls. were so hot. Like at that time, or was when it when actual Veruca
1: was- Salt from the Willy Wonka story? Oh yeah, it was I've Baruch- left ahead.
0: <laughs> <It> was- <laughs>
1: Was it an obnoxious, rich um, English girl
0: (laughs) who wants an Oompa Loompa now? Want a golden goose. (laughs) That was all their tweets. I want a golden goose and I want it now. (laughs) Hashtag
1: now. And right now, there's probably a lot of people going, that was Violet Beauregard. Uh, Yeah, that's right. I'm pretty sure. Was it? It was one of them. I don't know. But Rourke Assault from, you mean the band, the group? The group. The double act, the singers?
0: Yes, exactly.
1: So they tweeted you.
0: Yeah, I tweeted uh, something about...
1: How did you even find
0: them on Twitter? Well, you know what? They're back. They're doing a reformation tour. So they were tweeting something between uh, Greg Barrett, who we both know. and uh, Because it turns out that uh, one of them had done his show, Bring the Rock, which is his kind of music Mm -hmm. show that he does. Um and uh, so then I just, like, they sent me a message and started following me. I haven't checked to see if they're still following me. Now, every now and again. Because I would have thought they're Australian news. Like, yeah, because I tweet a lot about Australian stuff. Yeah. And if you're not overly excited about, like, you know, jokes about Australian news, then there might be a period of six or seven hours a day that you should avoid my Twitter.
1: Well, I find that I, I seem to be narrowing my Twitter time to certain hours of the day where I, I realise most of the people that are following me are Australian. Yeah. And so there's you know the start of the day is good for them because after that, you know prime tweeting time which is usually when people are at home watching television. Oh. In a, do,
0: do you consider that to be prime well, tweeting time? I would time? think so. Really? Tweet, tweet so.
1: reading time you mean or tweet just, tweet just tweet tweeting engagement yourself while you're watching something on television you'll get on the, the Twitter. That's you what never I never really think. thought of though or when you're waiting in a cafe, it was people the scroll who were like
0: uh, avoiding work at the office.
1: It's probably a bit of that. Yeah. But I most of the the replies and things I would get is usually around the, if I'm in Australia and uh-huh. it's post five o'clock, uh-huh. is usually when you're going to get most people. Yeah, right. So, uh, but then I might have time to tweet. I have some people in the US now. Uh-huh. But it is a good example. Uh, we were uh, told, and I will use the term "told," mm-hmm. uh, to live tweet during the first episode of Riot Oh yeah, sure. Now I was mindful that just, I think what they want is when it's going to air, you can give little behind-the-scenes tidbits. Sure. But you have to do it for the East Coast first. Are they tidbits or titbits? By the way. Tidbits? I've always thought that it was called tidbit? Tidbit? Yeah, tidbits. It wouldn't be titbits. No, I don't just call think it nipples so. So. and save <laughs> time. <laughs> Imagine here's, if here's an interest. On, here's some, an interesting side boob for yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, a, a tit bit. It's a tit bit. It's a tit bit. Not the whole thing. Just the. It's the, just the little the, edge. Just the, the edge. tip bit. Imagine if
0: you were like you didn't. You'd been raised because you know sometimes people have weird names for their generals and stuff, and yes. they'll raised to call them those sort of <laughs> things.
1: And that's just like, <laughs> yes.
0: Touch my tit bits. What? Why, why are you using that term? Oh. It's my tit bits.
1: They're, they're, they're interesting. It's an interesting little fun right. thing. Isn't that what a tidbit is? A tidbit. T- that's, that's, that's why people use the term tidbit for a fun but interesting little piece of information because that's what the bits of a tit are, a fun, fun and interesting. Fun and interesting. Right? Right. I mean, that would make <laughs> sense to the point where I'm thinking, oh, my God, that's actually what it is. <laughs> but well, anyway. okay, Welcome to GI. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: but, yes, we were asked to tweet and I thought, well... Yep if I uh, just give away pieces of information about what's going to air, mm-hmm. if you're in Australia or anywhere else, because, you know, but as even you would in well America. know, sometimes there's people outside, yes, or even outside of, uh, the, even in the States or outside there's the like States a three-hour
0: time difference between who are like the East a, Coast and the like just the West random, Coast. And then random ones all over the
1: place. So I think I send one out to sort of say, all right, uh, this is happening. Yeah, and if you, if you want to join in, there's the hashtag. And then what I otherwise do is, Uh, on the first show, I just dived into the hashtag conversation, which is what they wanted us to do. And I was thinking, this is going to be a bad idea. Right? This is like someone saying, right, what we need you to do is read every single comment Uh, under that YouTube clip that you put up. And
0: Oh, yeah, I I didn't even think about
1: that for a second. But, of course, you're like like, –
0: Because normally, particularly with a new show, mm, like, I mean, it's new. So you're going to have a lot of people – Uh, trying something Mm -hmm. and not everyone's going to like it by the time you get into something you'd be like all right well you've kind of shaken off the people that like you know
1: or if i just read my at replies and anyone who's gone directly to me that's fine i have a very unique take on twitter trolls where i which is i kind of don't I'm going to make a big call here, uh, but I feel a bit impervious to it. Oh, no, 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 I understand. Because my, my take on it is if you, uh, if you go out of your way to say, hey, at Rove, you suck, uh-huh. well, you've addressed it to me, yeah. which means you want me to read it, uh-huh. in which case it's kind of like, well, no, you, you would want to otherwise do that anonymously. You're trying to tap me on the shoulder uh-huh. to elicit a response and that doesn't work. Or I've clicked on it and you're following me anyway and you're putting my numbers up. So that's fine. Right.
0: But either way, like, I mean, even external to that. And I think like, yeah, i certainly in that same vibe, but I've got, I really just don't care. Yeah. I'm like, I'm doing what I want to do. Yeah. And I like the people who like what I do. And honestly, if you're not on board that, that's fine. Like, I'm going to keep doing stuff for the people that I like. I'm not going to change it. Sure. Like, I've already got this thing. Like, I always think that with the podcast. Like, on the rare occasion that somebody tries to tell me what I should be doing with the podcast, I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> like, seriously, fuck you. I, I don't care if you don't listen. Mm-hmm. If you don't like it, don't listen. That's absolutely fine with me. I try to make something good and interesting for the people who like it. And I really like the people who like this podcast. You know, you might have seen Reed Parker and guys like that online who've started making, like, you know... Uh, Gifts and and like you know mm-hmm. images from the podcast and all this sort of thing. He's probably working on all those shows I've pitched <laughs> you know, during it, making posters. Um, I love it, and so I'm not going to change it just because some outsider comes in and says, you know, Absolutely. I don't like this.
1: And Twitter's the same, I find, because that's that's your. Safe space. That's right. your hub. It's like someone coming in. It looks like you're having a party with a whole bunch of people that you invited. And someone just walks in and goes, this dip is shit. I don't no. like the beer and that music. What the fuck is Veruca Salt? What is this? Yeah.
0: Sweet, mate. We didn't want you here in the first place. Yeah, get the fuck out. You liter- we every- literally don't want you here.
1: Or even you don't even have to say oh. that because everybody else in that right. environment says, fuck yeah, off. come on, mate. We're having a good time. Get
0: out of here. I think that you've got to, I, I think you've got to remember... That you've got to give yourself some, like, think that your work or what you're doing is important. Now, yes. other people don't have to, but you have to. Like, because otherwise, why are you saying these things? Why are you doing these things? And if you think what you're doing is important, then you should think that, I, 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 I think to, like to think that I have a no shoes, no shirt, no service fucking policy. <laughs> right. Like, you know what I mean? There's a minimum standard that I require of you, mm-hmm. my audience. Like, I require people in this who are going to get it and who are going to, like, you know, help me do the sort of work that I want to do and are going to kind of be part of it. And I don't it's – not, it's not a fucking open-door policy, mate. Guess what? I have higher standards than you have. Yes. You don't like me? I don't like you either. <laughs> Block. Name on the fucking door. You're not coming in. Like, yeah. So, but anyway, you were. You felt like you were going to tell me a story about actually, you know.
1: Yeah. So, well, the, the show one, it was okay. Well, now yeah. it's stepping out of out your of environment. Right. And now going to Now into, it's like Googling your own name, three o'clock in, exactly in the morning and looking for bad reviews. That's exactly what it is. It's
0: like sitting in front of the computer and going, I hate Rove and just see what comes up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and- And it's like that because you can talk about, well, this is our party and it's our space and it's our community, but it's different. And that's where I think... And that is different. Someone trolling as opposed to like a review might hit you a bit harder because that's in a public space Uh that's just out there as opposed to someone coming in and writing a letter to you to say what they don't like about Uh you. So... um, When they say, right, you're going to have to follow the hashtag conversation, I was like, this is a bad idea. Uh New show, very broad show on a very broad network. It's perfect bait. And I was very, very relieved that it was overwhelmingly positive. Right. It's never going to be 100%, but it went in our favor a lot more than I thought it was going to be. Do you think that. And now I find it's fun. Right, But I'm very mindful that if you're A, not watching the show or B, not able to watch the show, me having that conversation, I need to go further into the rabbit hole uh, of it's Twitter, it's my Twitter, it's the hashtag for the show that I'm on Twitter yeah. to have those conversations and then come back out again and then yeah. say publicly to anyone following me, show's finished on the East Coast, we're doing it again on the West Coast in a couple of hours, see you then.
0: Uh it's a fun show, though, as well, yeah. Like, which I think that means that the audience that are coming to it, you know, hopefully are people who are enjoying, you know, fun. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? like? But secondly, do you think there's a difference between uh, the way – and this is not to badmouth Australians, I'm not like – here to do that like the australians are the reason that we both have had careers like Mm -hmm. i don't think there's two people who are more grateful of the support of like australian audiences and australian people because all of what has happened is based on that right yeah um but do you think that like you get a that the American audiences are not as harsh on tearing things down as the Australian audiences are? Because look, maybe just because of the size, you know, that we're all watching the same shows and we're all in the same, you know, pool, maybe America's a bit bigger and there a yeah, same every, focus. Yeah, look, every time or, I,
1: I go to say that it's more supportive here, you realise there are shows uh, that get uh, acts like three episodes in. Sure. Like new shows here go down as hard as they go down in uh-huh. Australia. So, uh, so there's that, but at the same time, I think if there's an audience for something here, they're very passionate about yeah. it. And because it is a very broad market here and you can go as niche as you want or you can go as wide as you want and, and get as many viewers as you, as you can either way, uh, it sort of seems that the idea of there being something for everyone here is, is, is very true. They're a nature, they're, they are certainly a nation of joiners. Hmm. Like, I've never seen,
0: like, a, you know, a nation that's so identifies. Even the idea of, like, you know, the fact that, like, when you're 60 years old, you will still identify with, like, the college sporting team. Yeah. And, like, or the, you know, the university sorority that you went to or whatever, like, or the club that you're part of. And even the big organisations, I think the reason that, you know, the NRA and those sort of things have much, so much power is that this is a country of people, like, joining things yeah. and identifying things and supporters.
1: Well, I had my mum in town over the last week. And the army, I guess. <laughs> Some of that isn't underneath.
0: I mean, I'm not saying. I'm not saying that's all great. But uh,
1: my mum was in town last week. Uh, and Oh, uh, say hi to your mum for me. Ah, you <laughs> fucked my mum. You fucked my mum? Actually, no, that's, that's that's cool. I'll be okay with that. I'll be okay with that. <laughs> um, uh, and she came to, uh, I did a gig at the the Meltdown that you would uh-huh. know very well. Yep. Uh, and uh, she came along to that. And she's been to other gigs I've done here at at bigger places like the Improv. Yep. Which are very much what you would think a comedy room is going to be mm-hmm. and so going into this one, I think it, it all came about because she said, is there going to be a two- drink minimum at this one oh, yeah, she wasn't right. prepared for that last time
0: yeah because at the clubs for people who don't know who like I mean I'm sure you've heard it over the time but in America, most of the clubs are working on the there's a two item minimum so a two sure. drink or food mm-hmm. uh, minimum as they go through the door and and so you buy a ticket, but you still have to have two drinks or buy two items. Whereas, like the alt room gigs, like yes. the gig out the back of the comic book store, for example, no two drink. Memory. And that's
1: what I was saying. In fact, no
0: drinks. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> you can have a soft drink. <laughs> there's a, soft, there's yeah. a taco wagon out the front. There
0: might be a six pack in the performer's fridge, but you do have to put it into a red cup so no one knows that you're drinking. <laughs> yeah, maybe allegedly.
1: Um So I did, and that was my point too. I said, no, this one is. I said it's at the back of a, a comic book shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I say that, I couldn't be more literal than that. No, it's no, no. Like, it used to it be a is storeroom. literally or out the back <laughs> of a comedy bookshop. In a room, so it yeah. is that. It's not in the the car park or And anything.
0: and just by, but it's also this is hilarious. The other night, because I did set list there the other night, and uh, up the back at the moment, if you're next to the windows that are up yes. the back, which they're keeping open because it's been pretty warm. Uh, there is a family of crickets that have moved in. Yes. So literally, when it's silent, you could hear crickets. Yes. <laughs> Perfect for a comedy room.
1: They've been living there for a while. They must be breeding. <laughs> right. Because uh, oh, there was a lot. Yeah. The other oh, night. Oh man, there was only. I guess it started as one, and he's probably uh-huh. just gone found right. a cool place. Yeah. Build like it's a. Good. They see they a do lot of free stuff in here. A lot of old but stuff. But what my mum was most uh, intrigued by uh-huh. was uh that it was full. Yeah. So it was a full packed house out, on the night. Yeah, packed out that show. And there was a story that uh, someone in the audience was talking about that um, there was just some crowd work going on and someone had, had in the audience told a story about how their car had broken down the week before. Mm-hmm. They still came to the gig, but they blew an axle or something and the wheel fell off on right. the way to the, the gig. Maybe they While met the, on...
0: the lead singer of Guns N' Roses on the way to. <laughs> That's what Axel's doing now. <laughs>
1: he, he's, yeah, he's getting on, to so the yeah. idea of breaking an axle is probably right. not. Yeah. Yeah. And... Uh, and they are saying that they, they did it on one of the major freeways. Uh-huh. Now the major freeways are a long way away from where this gig is. That's right. So this is saying that this person mm-hmm. comes from the other side of the city, like over Valley side, to get over to the Hollywood side. Yeah, sure. It's a long way. It's a long way. It's it's all in, you in need a city to know. that it's not necessarily. This is easy going to out of your way. Yeah, particularly to in a faulty, faulty this axled gig. car. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Particularly if you don't have decent transport and you're going onto to the one of the most Axel busy. Axel Faulty. Yeah, Axel Faulty. <laughs> that's
1: There's a weird, not
0: quite. It's a Mr. Bean take <laughs> on Beverly Hills Cop. That's another thing I'm pitching. His name's thing. Axel Faulty, and it's like, it is like Beverly Hills Cop, but instead of him getting everything right, he
1: gets everything wrong. And then he stumbles and breaks things, oh, but at the same time, good. he solves the mystery. Yeah. Like Clouseau, but without the accent. Yeah. He doesn't speak at all. Like, oh, I'm going, no. I'm just. It works. It's all you need to know yeah. is it works. I yeah. just saw four different ideas flash before my eyes, and I went, "That's brilliant." Yeah,
0: they're the sequels. Yeah,
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, look. The the, the thing was, Mum was just going, "This, look at the support that uh-huh. this room has," and yes. and they were all into it. Every oh, they're the, way into it's it. It's a great night. And no, that it was the all same. This way, by the twice, way, twice the week before the car, the woman's car broke down. Right, she still came to the gig, and then she's coming in the week yeah. later, and that's passion and not and and as mum was saying like there's it's not like uh, uh, uh robin williams is on the gig or no. sarah silverman or it was just there was Wrong punches, but that doesn't mean anything to my mother. Right.
0: And some weeks Sarah Silverman can be on there. Can that be gig. on there,
1: exactly. And there is a bit of that, granted, but the promotable names were not necessarily household names. For your diehard comedy punter they are. Yeah, definitely. But uh or they've certainly seen them before and they're fans. I mean and that's a,
0: that is the thing about that room and because I, I did as I was saying a set list the other night, Big Full House again mm-hmm. as well. But yeah, comedy fans. People who are fans of that show and that room. You know what I mean? Like they're it's inter- it's and great. I don't
1: know about you, but this is one of the things that I connect with in that of that room in particular. Is it reminds me yeah. of elbow grease from when we were starting out yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in Melbourne. It's the room that like minded people of a particular, not necessarily age, but certainly no. mindset. It's, it's made by performers for performers in a way and yep. the crowd feeds off that and they feed the performers and the fo- performers give back and everybody who gets up there wants to do the best job possible. Yeah, you always I, want to kill at that room. Yeah, and I even I even uh, f- I haven't been up a whole lot of times there. I've been yep. in the room a lot, but yep. I forget, same as you. Sometimes it's set list, sometimes it's prompter, sometimes it's other shows. Right. Uh, but I still feel so comfortable in that room... Uh, that I, I didn't want to get up and do it. So I did 10 minutes of new stuff. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, the first couple of minutes was really just some other sort of riffing that came about from something that, that one of the hosts had said earlier in the night. And I thought there is no other room in town that I feel comfortable enough doing that in. Yep. Because I f- still feel, well, I need to, I wouldn't run the risk of running... A full new set anywhere because this audience doesn't know who I am yet. Right.
0: No, no, that's exactly. I, I take
1: that risk. I, so not to say anyone in that audience knows who I am, but I feel comfortable enough there to run in some. No, but, the, that's, but that's what
0: the room's a bit about as yes. well. And plus, you know, a lot of them are in their early 20s. So when you say, say hi to your mum for me at the end, they're like, oh my God, he's the guy who fucked my <laughs> well, mum. That's well, him. Well, he's the guy.
1: Was, what was the most <laughs> bizarre thing? I don't know how much that room holds. Mm-hmm. It'd be 80, maybe Oh, 20? no, no, no. Oh, I, reckon, standing up the I reckon probably 150 with, like, standing up That's the back. That's true. Um, and, and it's not like they are a quiet crowd at all. They're, oh, they're very no. responsive. Yeah, right. But I asked the question. And it's also,
0: like, because they're on just, like, you know, Metal chairs, not metal chairs, but like plastic Apologies. chairs on a, right on a like, it's like floor that doesn't have carpet. So it's got to bounce around. It's got some noise to it. Yeah. There's pillar, pillars in the way. There are. Like you need to get there early for a non-pillar obscured view line. But yeah, it's a good place.
1: Uh, but it's it, it's intimate enough that they're, they're right up close yeah. and no one feels... You know, that you're going to attack them for no reason. No. So if they've got something to say, they will certainly say it. Yeah. If you ask a request a question, they know it's not rhetorical. Uh-huh. So when I, I was running in some new stuff about being a dad, uh-huh. and I asked the question, does anyone here have a baby? No Silence.
0: One. No. And we are out at a fucking alt comedy gig on a Wednesday night rove. Really? Do you think that we have babies? And I'm,
1: I'm looking out, going, yeah, I'm seeing a lot of, yeah, check shirts and uh, horn rim glasses, I guess. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, but that was a. We, we don't even have jobs. <laughs> And after the show, I said to my mum, well, you've had one. Why yeah. A little help. Yeah, that would have been perfect. To, she said I didn't want to be the only one. A little so that was very sweet. Yeah. But yes, there is a passion here. Right. And even, uh, I guess it's... back to the point, when I was doing doing the riot records, so uh-huh. it was an hour show uh, to air, so 40-something minutes of commercial television airtime, and we would shoot for a good couple of hours to get all that. It's big sets that have to change around right, and stuff right. like that.
0: And you're shooting in front of like a studio audience? studio audience. And, and how, some how, of
1: that audience is part of the set, like they're behind yeah. me. So how, and how
0: many people are kind of you know, in the audience?
1: There's a, there's There would have to be 300 or something. It's a lot of people.
0: And where do they find them? Where do they this come from? This is the
1: thing. So we've come to the end of the first taping, which went longer because it was our first one. And I was like, this audience is, you know, we're going to lose them if we don't pick up the pace a little bit. And they hung in there right till the end. And I couldn't help but ask one of them, so where do you guys come from? Like, right. is it, do they, they hand out flyers on the street? Because you don't even know what the show is. No. I know you can apply for tickets. There's yeah. places all around LA And I where get, if you just I, want to go see a show, right. you can go see a show.
0: I get the idea of applying to tickets to go and see, like, Conan or to go yeah. and see, but
1: like, if you're like, oh no, this is just like mystery show. You've mystery never seen show. before. You interested? Yeah. Sure. I was going
0: to go and say something else. You will, but you <laughs> will
1: lose half your day going right. to watch the record. Count me in. Yeah. But there's also, we've, we've a, got four hours before
0: the Axel faulty premiere. So. But, there,
1: <laughs> but there is apparently for the numbers that they don't make up, there is an agency that bring in. Or professional oh, audience, professional people.
0: audience people. Now yeah. that
1: means that they sit and enjoy like yep. real audience people. Uh-huh.
0: And do they get like a. I, th- fee I or think something? they must
1: get some sort of nominal fee. Because I would least. like to
0: do that. It's I think I would. Because of... I've got a good laugh. And then you, you look
1: around and you go, audience. Well, could I be. Could you be an agent who represents. You've you got a multi million dollar mansion. Yeah, I represent audience members. Right. It's that market's what's, never going anywhere. What's that
0: meeting like? Do you have to like prove that you're okay? A good so audience? let's
1: let's the audition process. Let, okay, let, I want to hear you. Woo! I want to hear. you. Woo, I hear you that's good. Yeah, that's good. Bad, okay. Uh, yeah. Now uh, someone just brought out. Uh, there's a, a baby a chimpanzee climbing on the host's head. Oh, you are good. You're really good. <laughs> <laughs> now it's an awesome <laughs> twin climbing on its head. Oh. oh. Uh, okay. So. Um, but also, I would say uh, the the U.S. audiences just they know how to be an audience. An That's audience, the way I yes.
0: So, so secondly, do you have a so? Is there like a warm up guy or someone do it like keeping them? How yeah, does that work? Yeah, but it's all
1: uh, there is a warm up guy, but uh, essentially during breaks he just sort of plays music, yeah, and the audience just kind of clap along and. Uh, he did a really good thing where he would get members of the audience out. He had some sort of Pandora-type app that could play any song that you would request. Oh, yeah, okay. And it kind of became karaoke. Oh, that's fun. It that's kind of fun. particularly such for such a, a good particularly idea. Particularly
0: for a show like yours where like you want people to engage. Yeah, and sort yeah. Of...
1: And you don't need to sort of keep them up and rev too much like... Uh, otherwise, it, it, they would just get exhausted.
0: And so, uh, how did you find people like uh, reacted to you? Like, I mean, it's not like you haven't done stuff here before.
1: I think but- that was the pleasant surprise. Was oh, he seems to know what he's doing, right? And I would be interested. Just because
0: a lot of people who get their first kind of big hosting thing, and like I mean here, like that's it's fair to say that's your first big hosting mm. thing here, right? Like, absolutely. So th- a lot of people who get their first big hosting thing probably have never hosted before, mm-hmm. you know. Whereas you've like I mean, obviously done it for decades, so it's like you know it, 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 you've got all the appeal of being new, but actually you know what you're doing. Yeah,
1: which and I've is always nice. I've always tried to say this to anyone like if I've been up for stuff or you know uh, i have kind of talked about this before i don't necessarily think on the on the podcast but you know coming in here to yeah you could you can you know lift up the rock of los angeles and there's a lot of australians crawling around under there Mm -hmm. um but most of them it's it's a different era now because you do hear people's accents a bit more but most people are being put out there with an American accent mm-hmm. so even if you look at the Hugh Jackman's and the Ryan Quanton's and the Tony Collette's you know they're all doing shows or movies right. but they're playing Americans Ameri- I saw
0: an ad for an Eric Banner new Eric Banner movie the other day where I think he's from Boston
1: yeah right right and
0: <laughs> Mark Wahlberg must have been pissed no, off not to get that
1: role <laughs> no one there, there have been like is Kat Deeley on So You Think You Can Dance uh-huh. who's British Kat Deeley. so Dealey. she's got a proper like you know broad accent yeah yeah but there hasn't necessarily been anyone uh, who's been on a on a larger stage hosting with an accent. It's, uh-huh. it's a rare thing. Right. You could probably count. You, know, you got like Craig fingers. Ferguson, Late True. Night.
0: But like, but that even Late Night's very different to like you know sort of prime time hosting, mm. which has generally been.
1: So even the idea that I got this gig in the first place, old
0: mate from the Amazing Race, who's from New Zealand, oh, but he's
1: Phil Kogan. Phil Kogan. but he's he's got a very his is mixed, all over the show. Yeah, even the I shop. don't know yeah. what his is half the time. Yeah, his
0: accent is more mixed than his fashion sense. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: that eyebrow, oh yeah. that eyebrow. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think there's a sense of, well, who is this guy? Uh-huh. How did he get this job? And was there anything? But then press- once the show starts, I I would like to think. Yeah the impression is, oh, well, he knows what he's doing. It's like the the tightrope walker, high wire act. You're watching this going, there's an element of danger here. This Mm -hmm. person could fall because that's the whole point of this. Otherwise, why am I watching? But not so much of an element of danger that this person will fall and I'm going to see someone die Mm -hmm. um, because you wouldn't do this if you didn't know what you were doing. Right. So that's kind of what I've kind of – been banking on and i I think that's what i have like i can go do a stand-up gig somewhere and even with the meltdown gig like i would i was running through that all day and just making sure i got it right and even though it feels like a safe environment you just there's still that part of you that's just like i'm pretty sure this will go okay Uh um and if not all right we'll we'll make it work and i'm doing some gigs on the road soon that i that's gonna be Rattling when you kind of head out of town.
0: That's interesting.
1: And, but something about, I just, if you blindfold me and walk me into a television studio and then say, right, we are live in five, four, three, two, and then you take off the blindfold, I would look around and just go, okay, I'll start and I'm sure I'll pick it up, even if. By
0: the way, that is a premise of another show that I am uh, pitching called I Was Blind But Now I Can Host. Nice. Uh, And uh, it's basically we get a whole bunch of people. They don't know what the show is that they're going to have to host. We blindfold them backstage. It's kind of a bit like, you know, thank God you're here. But for blindfolded TV And the twist is
1: one of them is actually Prince Harry, but he doesn't know. (laughs) Because we've drugged him from the waist <laughs> down, and then we all get to touch him.
0: Uh, we'll talk about you having a baby another time, because you know that's not going away. Um, so <laughs> that's just that's gonna know, keep happening. That's gonna well. So at least so. Um, but because we, you know, we should finish up in a bit, sure, but sure, sure. I want to talk about you going on the road because uh, firstly, we should
1: plug your gigs that you're going to do on the road. Yes. So, uh, the, uh, 12th, so next week, mm-hmm. uh, Thursday, which if we're still, if this is yep. up earlier than I'll put that, it, good, I'll put it up before I that. will be in, uh, I'll be in Phoenix, Phoenix. stand up live in Phoenix.
0: Okay, nice. Have you been there to Phoenix no.
1: before? Uh, no, I have the, not. No? I'm, I'm okay. looking
0: forward to the heat. Yeah
1: uh then in uh july on the 17th 18th and 19th i'll be at the bellevue in seattle
0: oh okay nice uh
1: the parlor in bellevue and just outside oh, of seattle you know what i've done that gig uh you'll have yeah that'll be fun you'll have a good time
0: yeah. um, and then I, I, the ice I
1: house in pasadena in, in uh, california on the 31st of july
0: um Depending on whether you want them to or not, but there's a lot of Australians in Seattle because of um, Microsoft and all the sort of computer companies. So they have a lot of Australian people who are working over there. So if you need to, I'm sure they will find out anyway. But if you want to hit up the like, you know, it's
1: it's five shows. It would be lovely, right? Yeah, some Australians. Well, that's what I'm saying. If you have
0: friends who like, if you're listening to this, because often. It's harder for Rove to find those people in Seattle. It's easier for you to know, oh, I know, like, James is in Seattle. I'll let him know that Rove's coming to town. That would be great. That would be great. Because it's
1: one of those things, like, you go, right, of course I'll say yes to the gig. Of course. And they're headlining spots. And you sort of go, well, okay, like, I don't want to knock that back. But Uh at the same time, as we were saying before with some of these venues, they put you in that spot because the idea is you're going to bring people in, a lot of people who are going to eat and buy two drinks at least.
0: And that club you will definitely... Yeah, be aware of
1: that. Yes, yes, yes. That it's in a uh, big sort of
0: shopping mall complex, you oh, know. I those and ones. so, love Is there quite, a
1: popcorn machine at the back like it uh, was in <laughs> No, some crickets. I'll get some crickets good, in good, so good, you feel good.
0: like meltdown. Uh, there's a big sort of nightclub next to it that like on the busy nights, Friday, Saturday when you're doing late shows, like you have to kind of walk through. Well, you don't have to walk through, but, you know, you can walk through the nightclub and it's like, oh, my God, yeah, right, I'm doing comedy Hizarre. next to a nightclub. But you'll have a great time. I, I'm a, looking forward to such it. such a but, beautiful town. But when
1: you do these gigs – and you would know this more than I, there's this feeling of, well, I guess there'll be people, even if they don't know who I am, people who just want to come and see comedy, but, oh, yeah, yeah. but with the idea of, well, you know, I'm tweeting about it or talking about it because the idea is, well, someone who listens to this or knows someone or reads that tweet is in that area yep. and might turn up but that's going to be one of the well there's definitely fan,
0: there's it. definitely also fans of this podcast I know who came out and saw me when I was in Seattle so please go out and see Rove as well that would be fantastic that would be much appreciated
1: <laughs> uh, alright
0: so that's pretty uh, exciting I might as well do my plugs while we're do talking it. about this um, I am doing set list a couple of places I think uh, Friday the 13th I might be at uh, UCB, and then on uh, Saturday the 14th, I'm headlining the Santa Barbara show, um, which has been like the Santa. I've done that a few times the Santa Barbara show, and it's so beautiful down there, and the audiences are always fantastic. So please come out and see that. It's a really cool lineup. I know uh, Moshe Cash is on, and Matt Kershen's on, and you know it's it's a really really fun lineup. So come and see that. Uh, and then I'm, uh, the one that I really want to plug. I've got a bunch of other gigs, but I'll put them all on the website. But the one I really want to give a big plug is um, I will be in Montreal for just for laughs and I'm doing uh, I'm doing my hour I'm doing Willuminati there so uh, just one show but if people would that that's the one that
1: yeah sure
0: I'm doing the Australian shows Hilsey and Husey are coming over and a bunch of other comics and like so I'm hosting they're doing Australian shows this year again oh, Comedy great. Down Under Australian New Zealand you know yeah sure, sure. and so I got four nights <laughs> of hosting those so it'd it's be
1: me quite. and Jared Christmas the year right. I did I was like okay
0: yeah <laughs> uh, oh I did it one year with Reese Darby and Flood of the Concords which you know that's a pretty wow, solid win. year yeah yeah that was <laughs> <laughs> pretty solid year. I think Jim Jefferies might have been on that year or the year after as I, well. It was
1: me, Tim Minchin, and, and yeah, and Jerry oh, yeah. Christmas, Tim Minchin, which, which well was done. fun. Tim is nice, now a nice writing song. the Groundhog Day musical. Did you know that? No, I yeah. didn't. Yeah,
0: they're making a Groundhog Day musical and Tim's... Uh,
1: Anything's a musical nowadays. I look yeah. forward to that. Was oh, that yeah. Does that mean he can cheat by writing the same song and just playing it over and over and over well, again? I mean,
0: that'd be a good joke, wouldn't it? Just do that. Oh, make it slightly better each time.
1: Yeah, of course. That would
0: be great. That would be great. Yeah, so just every time it becomes like a better song. Oh, that'd actually be the greatest of all time. All right there, Tim, that's your, that's your challenge. Uh, or once you're finished, could you please do Fofop the musical? I would love that. So many stories, so many characters. Um, <laughs> if you like the show, rate it on iTunes. Uh, if there's any quotes you like from the show, Fofop uh, quotes on uh, Tumblr. Uh, or on uh, Twitter that would be fantastic and uh, yeah but if you could tell your friends about the, uh, my solo show in Montreal that's the one that I would like you know to have an audience for because uh, it's the first time I've done an hour in Montreal so that'll be pretty fun so if you could come out and see that that'd be really cool um, we've got so many other things to talk about but we'll be able to catch up
1: plenty of time
0: with that. okay good that's fantastic well thank you uh, very much for oh, well to the Americans there's still more uh, episodes of Riot to go Right? yes there's there like, is Yes. So Fox
1: uh, Tuesdays at I love the Saying this, eight seven central.
0: Oh, nice! <laughs> yeah, good way to end.